This is IA Forward, your playbook for success as an independent insurance agent. Here to help you knock it out of the ballpark are your hosts, Shane Tatum and Tanya Lead. Welcome to IA Forward. We are so excited to have a special guest here with us today, the fabulous Bo Pilgrim from IA Blueprint and Reed Insurance in Vidalia, Louisiana. Welcome. Tanya, I'm pretty sure I last time I did, you couldn't use the word fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just don't think that one can be removed from my vocabulary. He's our first repeat guest. He is. Yeah. He is. It's pretty cool. Every time you say guest, I immediately go to college football game day and the guest picker. That's my dream in life yeah. is to get to be the celebrity guest picker so, on college game day. Like I could die happy after that happens. So Bo's the celebrity guest at this point. That's what we're doing. But yeah, my mind would not go to where y'all just went at all. <laughs> Apparently, there's something wrong with two of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to talk about something that Bo does extremely well. I used to have Bo as my insurance agent back when I lived in Louisiana. And I know Bo and, and I know his processes. I know how things work at his office somewhat. I've seen behind the curtain a little bit. But if I didn't know that and even knowing that, his automation is set up in such a way that for me, as a marketing person, it's absolutely fascinating. I appreciate that compliment. And, you know, the thing with automation is it is so easy to make it mechanical. And I think it's really hard to keep it from becoming mechanical. And to me, agency owners or whoever's setting it up go into this idea of you know, all of the grandiose things it can do without thinking about how does the consumer receive it? Really what matters is how is the consumer receiving it and does it feel like real? And so I really try to do that, to try to keep it in the mindset of just whenever someone is reading this and they're not an insurance person, they're just like, you know, they're a customer, how are they gonna interpret this thing? And then also if they respond, what's going to happen <laughs> you know, it just goes to some inbox somewhere and not to a real person and then whoever receives the response are they going to know why to get this response from this customer or why did i get two or three of them right. that are the exact same thing because right. i have two or three policies with this yeah so there's all sorts of things so mm-hmm. what is the secret sauce secret sauce is just trying to keep on thinking about it from the consumer standpoint and then also just not thinking they can do more than it can it's not going to just grow your agency it's not going to just take on and take over a position that you've got inside of your agency of a live person. It can enhance what you do and it can take care of those things that are just heavily repetitive things that you need to do already. That's what it can do. You set it up with those things in mind you're going to be way more successful. So what are some of those things? Well, some of those things are just telling customers thank you whenever they become a, a new customer. And maybe making sure that they do have your correct contact information. You know, maybe they came to you through referral or whatever else. They came through some pathway and then you moved them from one place to another within your business. Maybe they started with Sally, but you really, they needed to talk with John. And they don't have that person's direct number, direct email or whatever. It's making sure you know that they have it. That's, I think that's a really easy thing that you can do in automation is that that way everybody knows how to communicate with you. You know, we've been talking about that for a long time and we used to talk about building workflows and build them offline first and then automate those workflows. And this goes back probably a decade and a half ago. But I'm asking if you think that the workflow or the automation 
piece is really just doing things that you think people are going to do, but they really don't do. And so it automates the process for them and makes sure that it happens. Because I think we all would say, we're going to tell our customers thank you. We're going to send emails. We're going to onboard them. We're going to make the client experience great. But Sally and John do it two different ways. So getting consistency for client experience to me is really kind of that huge automation hit of where we are right now. I think sometimes people find that word automation scary. So break it down for us and tell us what automation means to you. Automation means setting up something to happen automatically that you're going to do anyway or should be doing. So it's just setting up your system so that there's a trigger that makes something happen automatic. You know, the things that I think scare people about automation is is one, they just don't get it. I mean, they're, they're salespeople, right? It's a totally different mindset and di- different set of tools that God has given people who are really good salespeople that he's given to people who are really good tech people. That's one of the reasons why they get intimidated by it. It's just it's a different language almost. We need a them. warmer, fluffier word for it. Yeah, yeah, probably so. I'm going back in my brain right now. I'm like going 25 years back and I'm going to things that we would do when you say those repetitive tasks. And it's things we would do in the management system. And we tend in the industry to kind of change the term, but it's the same thing. Management system, now it's CRM. It's still a management system for the most part. But there was things that we do and that we did. And it was really the same thing. The renewal notification, the communication out about a remarket situation or a confirmation of a policy change. I mean, Mm -hmm. all of these things were things that we would do, but we would do them manually. Mm -hmm. And so if you just think about it that way, it's taking all that manual stuff and make it automatic. And I think that's where automation obviously is coming from here. It's just making that process work for the agency. And, And I'm coming from a day where I remember we did it manually. I was at a conference a few months ago and there was a guy, he was speaking and and I remember him saying that if he didn't want a customer that wanted to talk to him, that if the person would not accept full automation, everything done by email and text, that they would not take them as a customer. And I remember thinking, you know, there has to be a happy medium here somewhere. Yeah. The thing is, is with the marketplace, I guess really just with the world now, if you know how to get to them, you can find those customers that are good with that. But just I also, I don't know that the buy-in is going to be as good. Your automation has got to be really good because the fact is they still need to like you. And if you're not talking with them over the phone, well, how are they communicating with you so they know that they like you? If all it is is about the fact that you got them a cheap price, then that's a pretty thin relationship. If you're going to go that route, just know you live by the sword, you die by the sword. If you live by automation, you may also die by that. Because I I know I would get automated texts from you, but I'm going to also get a Christmas card from you that's signed Mm -hmm. by everybody in the office. I'm going to get a birthday card. I'm going to get those things. And my husband was in an accident and it was not his fault. And the way you guys took care of us, and I knew that it was a combination of automation and hands-on, but it was so impressive. And that's why ever since then, I send everybody that I know in Louisiana to your office because of how smoothly it was handled. Part of the reason for that is we're like really all superheroes hmm. there. I didn't know if you knew that, <laughs> but <laughs> no. 
but no, but you know, it's it's knowing where that boundary is, and just you got to remember you're working with people, and people need that connection. And, you know, they need some sort of connection to know you care. And automation does a job, but it doesn't. I just don't know that it can do that. Yeah, and Bo's not our warm fuzzy guy. No. So to not. hear and him say that, I mean, I, I'm really, I'm really liking that. The thing that I kind of hear that I think is really awesome is using these tools to make things more efficient so that the people can connect with people in a way that maybe isn't natural or normal in today's business world. There's a lot of things that happen in business that just doesn't feel good. I know that I hear our people all the time talking about, I'm too busy. And we're like, well, that's why we have this process automated. We need you to trust that. And so there's this learning curve and adjustment to that change to get your people to go, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be available to talk to our customers because all these other things that I used to do repetitive tasks on, we've automated that. Getting your employees so they're free to do the things that really matter. The things that really matter is that relationship that we build with the consumer. We're really selling trust and confidence. We're not selling a homeowner auto or whatever. We're selling trust and confidence. That is hard to do in a text message. I think it's so bad in some areas in the sense of what our licensed insurance professionals, you almost have to go through changing their mindset if you get into this automation like we're talking about. If you start thinking about automating things in your agency, you don't need to exclude the change element of helping your people realize and remember, hey, my job isn't to take a payment. My job isn't to do some of these things that can be done on an automated basis. I am a licensed insurance professional. Reminding our people, you're a licensed professional. To use my phrase I've been using, all the time that you love. It's not nothing, it's not right? Nothing. It's not nothing. And so this is a big deal and kind of lifting your people up and going, look, you're worth way more talking to customers, mm-hmm. building that relationship than you are sending that email to remind them that their renewal's coming up. You don't have to do that. We've got a process that does that. I'm here in Texas this week and I set up my uh, laptop this morning over on the retail side of our agency because sometimes I like to hang out over there and you know, see what what that side of the building is doing. And a gentleman came in earlier today and somebody went, hey, Uncle Mike. And some of the other girls went, hey, Uncle Mike. He came in to ask questions about his renewal and he had thrown his cards away and they printed his cards out for him and told him she put it in his little protective pouch. And two of the other uh, ladies in our office came over and they were like, hey, Uncle Mike. Everyone got involved in this conversation Mm -hmm. and Uncle Mike left and it was his day off, but he's stop by, but I finally had to ask, okay, whose uncle is he? And he was nobody's uncle, but you know, it was just one of those things that, you know, he was uncle Mike, Relationship, but, right? but it was so fantastic to see that that relationship had been built and he wasn't just coming in to see his person, everybody that was over on that side engaged. Right. And we can't do that with automation. No, no, you certainly can't. I know a lot of people try to depend on it for too much of the relationship and just, I think you're setting yourself up for failure. So it's a tool. When you say some people are scared of it, that's immediately where I would go. It may be something that's foreign to you that you don't understand. It may sound like a big... Like the Jetsons? Yeah, a big crazy (laughs) thing that's in the future. You don't have to make it that. It is there to enhance 
and improve your agency. It's not there to replace necessarily your people or yourself. That is not the point. It's the next level of efficiency and profitability for independent agencies, specifically smaller independent agencies, which is the majority of us. The majority of independent agencies are less than $5 million in premium. If you've got three or four people and all those people are stretched thin and all those people are doing all these different things and you can just automate some of this and some of the, look at the things you do on a repetitive basis and give them back some of that time, I would contend that, yeah, it's not going to grow your agency, but I would contend indirectly it could grow your agency. If you get time back, the relationships can get stronger. One of the things that you do so well, Bo, is stay on top of technology and you are constantly trying new things. I like this. I don't like this. This is what's wrong with this. So what are your favorite tools that you're seeing in the marketplace right now? Technology that will integrate with others, I guess, is one of those. I know it's kind of a real broad thing, but if you're going to look at some sort of a platform that you wanted to do something for you, see if it will talk to other platforms or not easily. There's ways to manipulate some platforms just will not talk to others. The reality is that there's no one piece of software that can do all the different things if you really want to go down that pathway. So you got to figure out some way to get the data from one place to another and also stay accurate. There's lots of things I like about Easy Links. You know, there's a, there's a certain amount of automation built into that that makes it somewhat powerful because of the fact that the data is all inclusive inside of it. So that way you can set up triggers that are based off of the data that you know is going to be right because either you entered it or it downloaded. And that's a huge problem whenever you're using multiple systems. Mm-hmm. I like a lot of things about Easy Links. I like the data, how simple it is to use the program. I like the automation center since it's tied to there. It's really a lot more powerful than I think a lot of agents give it credit for. Also, I do like Retention Center. I think it's a powerful tool to help you stand up of your personal lines renewals. Commercial lines too, but Automation Center can do a lot of things for us in our processes on personal lines and commercial lines that simplify it for us to make sure that everybody's on the same page with the renewal. Like in my agency, I've got three people in commercial lines and one person assists two people. This helps them to stay connected on where they're at in the process. I like Agency Zoom a lot because it is just highly customizable, super easy to use, and it's just a really easy interface. It's got like a drag and drop interface that you can use so you can see where clients or customers are inside of a stage. In the Voice of RP area, I really like Vo- I really like Ring Central because it ties to the other platforms really well and you can do a lot of automated stuff in it. We can get text messages on our primary line. Some of the other services can't do that, but we use a platform called Zapier that helps tie some of that stuff in the back end so that it will help manage some of the automatic communications that we want. Another thing I really like is I like Outlook a lot. Outlook is so powerful and people Mm. have no idea. Right. I agree. There's a lot of younger people that say, oh, Microsoft, you know, whatever. But all I can say is that I've used both. I'm pretty tech savvy and Microsoft is a superior product. It just it just is. The exchange plus also just the ability to set up rules inside of the system is just really powerful. We, there's a lot of emails that I get. I don't need to get. Someone else needs to get it. Or I need to store it sometime for later. I can do all that stuff and get back a lot of time in my day by use of the automated tools inside of that. It's amazing to go back and look at what agency Zoom looked like when they first started working with independent agents to what their product looks like 
like now. It is just absolutely fantastic to see how far it's come to help us. So, so you gave us your top four tools, but you didn't take the opportunity to self-promote with the fifth one. Are you talking about IA Blueprint? I'm talking about IA Blueprint, <laughs> yes. That is an excellent tool, too, for a lot of different <laughs> things. Partly because I came up with it, I guess. But, but I'm just going to talk, I guess, more generally just about the use of remote staff, specifically virtual employees. Generically speaking, it's a really good way to find high-quality employees to take on parts of the tasks inside of your business that you just don't have other people that can do that or do it effectively. For us, I have really focused on kind of a core group of competencies with virtual assistants where they really focus on those things that people who are producers or account managers aren't good at. You know, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but it's different giftingness that a person has that's a good salesperson. A good salesperson is just excellent at delivering the things that we sell trust and confidence to a person and to read a person so that they see what's important to them and focus on those things so that they then present a product to them and help them to understand it's what it is. What they're not so good at is the follow-up emails, sending the documents over to the company that they need to cover their own tail for errors and emissions. They're also not very good at following up on the e-sign to make sure did it get done and send it to the mortgage company and all the other stuff. Well, we hire specifically for those people that are good at that stuff and enjoy it. Because the producer hates that stuff. You know, I always tell people when I'm talking to them and this is a new concept to them, I always ask them, so do you have people in your office that are good salespeople? Yeah, of course I do. You have people that are good at talking to clients about renewals and keeping them within your office. Of course I do. Those are the people that either generate revenue or keep revenue in your business. Why are you tying them down with things that they're no good at? Your salespeople are the ones that write things down on cocktail napkins. That's right. Right. One of the things that I think is amazing as agency owners and it's amazing in a negative way it's like this idea that we hire someone or we have this employee and not understanding what their strengths are and what their weaknesses are it's just no they work for me I'm just going to give them this stuff one of the things that I've learned watching you build IE Blueprint and talking to agents and even ourselves thinking about processes and things that we work with you on is that's really really not a good thing to grow an agency And as a business owner, transitioning from that sales producer mindset to agency owner, you really need to gravitate to understanding your people's strengths and weaknesses and then hiring for those weaknesses. And that's what I love about the VA program and the IE Blueprint, the way you do it, is just being able to identify and say, look, Joe, you're an incredible salesperson. You're growing your agency. This person can fill a void for you that's going to make your life a lot easier. I just think that's the opposite aha moment for me is just the the strengths and weaknesses comparison. I think most agents build their agencies like this. I think they go out and they started and they write business, write business, write business. And they get to this point where they just find themselves working like 60 to 80 hours a week. My gosh, I've got to hire somebody. Somebody comes in or whatever. They come across somebody. I like this person. I'm going to hire them. They got no idea what their strengths or whatever. They just they like them. And they bring them in and they shove them into a position. And to your point, they got no idea if they're any good at that or like it or anything. And they just repeat that again and again. They grow, they grow, they grow. And they just get to the point where they're like drowning again. And then they hire the next person. And they do exactly <laughs> the same thing. And like, why do they do that? It's like maddening. But they're good salespeople. They're terrible HR people. That's partly where I come in is helping them with that. And to me, the 
thing that makes what you do so different. One is that you're bringing a virtual assistant to their agency that knows the independent agency business. They've been trained within the independent agency business. And you've set up a compensation method for them that is extremely unique and extremely generous, unlike most companies that are offering virtual assistants. To add on to that, we see in the industry, hire a virtual assistant like there's not a human being. Mm -hmm. There's a human being. You are hiring through your service, but you treat your people really well. You don't see your virtual assistant employees any different than you would see your agency employees. Mm -hmm. They are people, you have benefits, there's things that you do. They're not a tool. They're a person. Right, they're a person. They're a person. You helped me when we first started talking about you were getting into this, you were starting this company and how you were going to go about it and how you were going to do it. And it was like, wow, it never hit me. Like, this is a person. When you talk to an agency owner about doing business with your company, I Blueprint, you talk to that agency owner. It's like, look, this person's going to be engaged in your office. It's going to be engaged in your agency right alongside your staff. Yeah, the whole conversation is them being a piece of the pie for your agency, part of the team. Mm -hmm. They're taking on part of what needs to happen inside of your business so that you're more successful. Them working side by side with somebody. I just think so many agency owners are like I was in the beginning and they just immediately go to this picture of this person sitting in this dark room in a dungeon. That is not what this is, right? This is, it is the farthest thing from that. And yeah, I don't have a sweatshop. No, it's not a sweatshop. <laughs> this is bachelor's degrees, master's degrees. These are incredible people and I know the ones that we see that we work with, they're just fantastic and so that part of it is really important to understand. To me, it's a transition of everyone uses the term VA. We know that that's the virtual assistant. But to me, it's actually more of a virtual employee. And so thinking about them more as a virtual employee, a member of your team, Mm -hmm. I think goes back to that humanization. I've been seeing a little bit of a trend of being referred to as VEs instead, virtual employee. Yeah. You know, or a lot of times I will refer to them as a remote employee. And then also in any communication I have with the agent, I always refer to them as your staff member, Mm. employer, et cetera, to make sure that there's this connection. I would say also that in the last few years, it's been like a little trendy, I would say, to especially in certain group of insurance agencies to have a virtual employee. It used to be you say, you meet somebody and say, well, you know, tell me Jason, how big are you? Now they throw in, I've got this many employees, I've got this many VAs, (laughs) is what they say now. And it's just like a little bit of status. I get what the vibrato is, but also just realize you're marginalizing people and taking away that sure. these are people. Yeah. So your VAs, your VEs, how do they help with your automation? They are a part of the process. You know, a lot of the renewal process is just repetitive things that you do that need to get done. They're like very important, but they're very repetitive type things. And both personal lines and commercial lines, you know, without getting into too much detail, they are a huge part of the back end part of it, of making sure the renewal process begins and we're moving forward in that process and that whoever the account manager is has the data they need to make a decision. And that's really a lot of it is 
the account manager, they're really good at making the decision, understanding the consumer, understanding the coverages, understanding the options with the different carriers. They're really good at that. They can handle a lot more of that if they're not doing that stuff that they're not good at, which is pulling together the quotes, pulling together the proposals, pulling together all the data that's needed, knowing how much did it change from last year and all that other stuff, not having to do that, letting someone who's good at that do that helps them to be able to do their job better. So they make sure the renewals happen, which is pretty dang important. It's not nothing. No, it's definitely not nothing. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of something. It's a lot of something. It's a, yeah, it's a heck of a lot of something. But I want to say this. Back to the value of the person. I know we had this conversation when I first started that I wanted to do two things with it because I wasn't just looking for another job or whatever, or it wasn't about the revenue for me, but I wanted to help insurance agents find employees because a lot of them are just really bad at doing that, finding good employees. We are terrible at that. Yes. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, not being arrogant. But Correction. I'm, I'm, I'm not either because I have really good employees. <laughs> yes. Is one of them sitting in the room with and us? One in the room and several are probably listening to this podcast. As we speak. Well, a lot of agents are really bad at hiring. I have become pretty good at it. A lot of agents are bad, and I really wanted to help agents overcome that. The other thing is there's lots of people in the Philippines that don't make much money. And I paid them two or three times more than what they could make with the degree that they have. And they're just very good, hardworking people. Yeah. And so I feel like I'm accomplishing two good deeds in it. And on top of that, I just try to remind the agent who, that these are people. And then also, I'm picky about who I'm going to work with. Yeah. One of the reasons that agents are so bad at hiring people is we don't do it very often. Right. And, And I think agency owners should be able to recognize this because I'm big on don't dabble. If you're a personal lines agent and you want to get into commercial, well then go all into commercial, have a plan, fund it, etc. But don't dabble in it because when you dabble in it, yeah, you get in trouble. you're going to get in trouble. You're going to have an E&O claim. You're going to do something that you shouldn't do. I think that's what happens naturally with insurance agencies. I mean, we're small businesses. We don't hire all the time. We probably don't have a hiring process. You do this all the time. And when you do something over and over and over again, you tend to get pretty good at it. That's another element that resonated with me is, ah, yeah, we don't do this as much as you do. And so you should be good at this, right? I mean, you should get better at it. And you're a smart guy on top of that. So that helps. And so I just think it's something that resonated with me as an owner is like, yeah, we don't hire enough people to be great at it. If you want to talk to Bo about IA Blueprint and getting one of his amazing uh, virtual assistants for your agency, feel free to go to our social media here at IA Forward and I'll be sure to have that information for you there. I'm going to leave us today with this quote from Shaquille O'Neal. Excellence is not a singular act, but a habit. You are what you repeatedly do. Attitude's a choice. Make a great one. Bye, y'all. Ready to get the ball rolling with your independent agency? Learn more at IntegraAgent.com. That's IntegraAgent.com. Thank you for joining us on IA Forward. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now or learn more at IAForward.com.